Let's start back from the bottom of Samach Zayin Mabez at Rav. There's sort of uh, five lines from the bottom of Samach Zayin Mabez. I'm a Rav. The Mishnah had said, If you're Ganif from a Ganif, so the assumption is that the second, first Ganif does not own it, so the second Ganif is not, is not have to be paid careful. Of course, he has to give back the Chifas that he stole, he has to pay back that, but he doesn't have to pay careful. I'm a Rav, though, That's only if the original Bailam was not yet Miyayish. Once the original Bailam is Miyayish, and Rav holds Yush, then Konov Ganav Rishon. Now this Chifas is owned by the first Ganif, the Ganif Sheni Misham Tashumi Kefal Ganif Rishon, and now it's totally owned by the first Ganif. When the second Ganif takes it, now he's going to yes have to pay Kefal because it's not a question of him paying Kefal to the first by them; he's paying Kefal to the Ganif himself. Ganif number one now owns the Chefes because Rav holds Yush this is all based on the assumption of Yishkain. We'll get back to this sugi now. Amar of Sheshes, Amina Kinayim v'Shachiv Rav. As Rav Sheshes had said last time, it seems Rav was tired when he learned this Gemara because he missed a, a very obvious question. This Sanya, Amar Rikiva, we have a brisa. Rikiva said, What's the pshat? What's the hezbra? What's the svara? Why the Torah says when you shecht it or you sell it away, the ganif that he has to pay this extra knas. He is being mishtar. He's making it deeper. He's making it stronger type of Geneva. He's taking it further away from the original owner. Now, what does that mean he's taking it further away? Remember, he kills it. But when he sells it, if you think about it, when a Ganif sells a Chifetz that he stole, does that sale actually work? Does he actually accomplish something? From the fact that Akiva says, Nishtarish Pechet, it's Mashma, it does work. Okay, now says the Gemara, Amos, what was he talking about there? If the original owner was not yet Miyayish on the Chefetz, so the Ganit, the first Ganit here doesn't own it. Okay, if he doesn't own it, so he can establish, then he's not selling anything. He might be going through the motions of selling, but he's actually not accomplishing any sort of Mechira. Now, as we'll see in the Gemara, there are Mandi Yamun who say that's enough to make you Chayev. Maybe. But that's not the Nusach that Rabbi Akiva used. Rabbi Akiva's using was Nishtarish. Nishtarish is Mashma, that you made it deeper, which is Mashma, that the sale worked. Now, how did the sale work? Before Yish, there's no way the sale worked. Ella. La'achar Yish. Says of Sheshis, it must be that according to this, the only way your chayef from mechira is if it were if it was a mechira after the yish. Now wait a second. If you hold like Rav just said that yish is kaina v'sakadai to yish kani, so my mesham to shumi abav v'chamisha. So why do you have to pay four or five after yish? Shelo shelo The same story we had so earlier for Rabbi Loi that if you hold yish is kaina, so it's not the original by them's chayefits anymore when you go to sell it. So Mavad of Shech says of Sheshes, that doesn't make any sense. You're never going to be chayiv for Mechira. Before you, you're not chayiv for Mechira, you didn't do anything. And after you, you're not chayiv for Mechira, because now you already own it, and you're not selling the original owner's chayfets at all. Elamai, it's a raya, yish loy koni, and you're chayiv for, and you're going to be chayiv over here, uh, that uh, says you're going to be chayev for selling it, and shini rishus yush with shini rishus will work, but you're still going to be chayev. So it's a rai, rai, it's a rai that against Rav says the more Amri lav dafka Really, we're talking about over here lifneyush and like Rav said yush kani and after yush you're not going to be chayev dalve at all. Oh, we said, so then how could you be chayev lifneyush? You haven't accomplished anything. It's not nishtarish pechet, because it's not actually working. 
says the Gemara Yanachanami. Rav explains that Rami Akiva said Ashtarish Bechet. He didn't mean actually that it made it worse. He means Sheshana Bechet. It's like a second, similar to like a second Maisa Geneva. And therefore, even though the Mechira did not work, we're talking about Lefneyush, the Mechira does not work at all. But the fact that you went through the process of doing it is itself enough of a reason why the Torah Kanas says you make your pay Dalve. Rav said that in the Gemara coming up, Hachanami, Mepnei Sheshana Bechet. And therefore, we have now a fundamental Bachlaikis about the nature of Dalad Vehei by Mechira. Ra, according to Rav, you're only going to be Chayiv Dalad Vehei by Mechira if it was before Yish. Because once you have Yish, Yish Kani, then you're going to say that you cannot be Chayiv for Dalad Vehei because it's your Chayfetz. You're a Chayfetz, you're allowed to sell it, whatever you want. You have to pay the owner back and pay him careful, that's fine. But you're not going to be Chayiv Dalad Vehei. So according to Rav, you're only Chayiv Lifnei Yish. Whereas according to Rav Sheshus was indicating, and we'll see this shot in the Gemara in a few minutes, the other man, the Yom Sef HaFuch, you only Chayiv after Yish, because only after Yish is it possible for the Mechira to make to be uh, accomplish anything at all, and you should only be Chayiv for a Mechira that actually works and actually does something. So this is going to be this is going to be the, the core of the Machlaik. Toshma. We have another Bryce which talks about this exact point. It says in the Pasuk, Now, Matvi Clearly, once you shech the animal, there's no going back. Right? It's a permanent change to the animal, no question. So the assumes that Mechira would have to be the same type of change. Af Mechira Chezeris. Also, we're talking about a Mechira that is in a Chezeris, as Pashuk Shat sounds like, that's a Mechira that is, is effective. Now, Amos, when can you make an, an effective Mechira? If it's before Yish, so Mayan Chezeris, right? The, the Mechira is worthless. The Mechira is nothing. The God has no ability to sell it. So you can't call that a Mechira Shaina Chezeris. Ella, we must be talking about after Yish. Now, even if you're Yish, again, we're going after Yish, but Yish loikona, but Yish with Shini Rishos, by giving it to the Lekech, that would work. But but if the Yish itself worked, same Kasha, if you hold Yish by itself works, and you can't be Chayv Mechir before, because it's, it's not permanent, and you can't be Chayv afterwards, Yish, because it's yours to sell, so then, what's the case? Must be Yish loikona, and you're Chayv for a Yish with Shini Rishos, that is effective. I can read the price a different way. The price has said a permanent mechira doesn't really mean a permanent mechira. Because again, according to Rav, your chayva mechira lifnei yush, which means the mechira is not permanent because the mechira is actually not effective at all. All it meant was that you have to try to do a permanent mechira as opposed to doing a 30-day mechira. If the Ganif tries to rent out the Chayfetz for 30 days, then he's not going to be Chayf. That's not called a Mechira at all. And that's what we're learning from this Brisa. The Tvicha is permanent. Mechira has to be the attempt to do something permanent, to sell it permanently. If you only attempt to rent it out for 30 days, so if you only do that, then you're not going to be Chayf at all. But according to Rav, you actually don't have to have a real Mechira. You have to have an attempted Mechira. Mesa. I have a very, very interesting brysa. It's a little bit tricky. There's three stages to the brysa. We're going to jump between them. Let's try and pay attention. Mesa. First case. Ganav, someone steals something. Second Ganav steals it from the first Ganav. So, Arisha Mesham Tashumi Kefal. The first Ganav, Ruvain, is the first Ganav. He pays Kefal to the original owner. Vasheni and Mesham Bavad. Ganav ben Ganav. So, the second Ganav does not have to pay Kefal. He just has to give back the Kefal. So, Shimon. Shimon only has to give back Kefal. does not pay Kefal. Okay, we'll see what that means in a second. Case number two. 
If Ruvain steals it and he sells it, and now comes Shimon and steals it from the person that Ruvain sold it to, he sold it, so he has to pay four or five, an animal. And now the second one pays Kefal. Okay. That indicates that he's paying Kefal because he stole from someone who he, he owns it. Whoever he stole it from is the owner. Hold on. Case number three. If you steal something and you shecht it, so now you've made a real shinoi to it, now someone else steals it from you, from the original Ghana from Ruvain, after it's already dead. The second one does not pay kefel, he only pays carrot. Now that obviously makes no sense whatsoever, right? Because obviously once you shecht it, then clearly it's owned by the Ganif, and then the second Ganif would have to pay Kefal. But the Bryce says it does not. Although we'll get back to that in a first, in a minute. First, let's go to the middle case, which is the case that we're focusing on when you sold it. Okay. So we learned in the middle case. So you sold it, and now you pay. The second one has to pay. What is that case? So now, we already said, a mechir does not work. Mechir does not work. Maybe you'd be chayev, like we said, but you're not gonna, it doesn't actually work. So, if the mechir did not work, then when Shimon goes in and steals it from whoever he stole it from, it's a secondary stealing on something which does not count, and therefore he should not pay kefal. If you don't have yish over there, then Reuben can try to sell it all he wants. It's not actually going to work. And if it doesn't actually work, then when Shimon goes and steals it, he's just going to have a ganaf. And a ganaf, and a ganaf, he said, does not pay kefal. So that cannot be the middle case. Must be we're talking about where Reuben stole it. The owner was Miyayish. Now Reuben sells it. And if Reuben sells it, now, when Shimon goes and steals it from whoever Ruvain sold it to, Shimon's going to be chayv as a regular ganif because he stole from someone who actually t- owns it now because we're talking about where there's Yush and Shini Rishos. Now, wait a second. You just said to me that when they, if you hold Yush Kainer, then Ruvain's not going to be chayv dalvei because it's already his once there's Yush. So that's one question on Rav that we see from this price, that you're chayev on selling it even after Yish, which according to Rav, you should not be able to do. Question number one. Question number two. Tani Resha. You just told me the whole price was talking about by Yish. Look, says in the Resha, Gonav Abrachav Agonvay, Rish Mesham Tashum Ekefa, Vashani and Mesham Lokeren. Michti. Lacha Yish Kaiminen. You just said the whole price is talking about after Yish. So if it's after Yish, Vishakodaitach Yish Kanaf, Yish actually works. Shani Amayna Mesham Melokeren. Why is the second one only pay Karen? We just said, Rav himself said, that, that if the first person steals it, and the owner's Biyayish, when the second guy steals it from the first one, he does have to pay Kefal. You just told me the Bryce is talking about after Yish, the Bryce clearly says the second guy does not have to pay Kefal. We see clearly from the first case and the second case in this Bryce, we see clearly in this Bryce that Yish does not work. And therefore, when the first one steals it, it's not his, so the second one does not have to pay him kefal. And we see that when the first one steals it and tries to sell it, the Yush and Shidi Rishos makes a good, valid sale, but he is Chayv Dalvei for that sale, which is Mamish like Rav Shesha said, said, not like Rav. So Vakasha the Rav says, well, no, I'm a Rav, Rav says, wait a second, this whole Brysa doesn't make any sense. Vitizbara, I can ask you a question, the whole Brysa. Hamataretz dehi? The Brysa is not a, 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 the Brysa, the way we have it in the gear, so the Brysa cannot be prop, uh, correct at all. 
Eladiktani Seva, look at case number three, which we talked about. Okay, so the first one is going to be chayef for shechting it. The second one does not pay kefal. Now wait a second. The original God have shechted it. Everybody understands when you shecht the animal, you're kind it. It's yours now. You pay back to the owner cash, dalve, etc. But you definitely own that kefetz. And when you own that kefetz, when the second God comes and steals it from you, he is going to have to pay kefal. Why does the price say he doesn't have to pay kefal? Must be there's something fundamentally wrong with the gear so we have in this price. Ella, I'll tell you how you read the price. The oilam kululif neyush. Really, we're holding like Rav. Yush is Kani. And therefore, this whole price is talking about Lifnei Yush. Because after Yush, there's no more Dalai Rey anymore. You own it. How do you read the price? Ve'epoch seifo l'mitziyasa, u'mitziyasa l'seifo. The Psak Din that we give in the middle case, and the Psak Din we give in the third case, are switched. They're in the wrong order in the price. And you should read it as follows. Ve'emachin, this is how you read the price. Ganavumacher, case number two. Ganavumacher, which in our gears is said, Dalvehe and Kefil. No. Ganavumacher, Verbacher, Ganvoy. We're talking about Lifneyush. Harisha Misham Toshim Rabbim Chemisha. Because he attempted a sale. Vasheni Eina Mishalim Ela Karen. Because over here we're talking about Lifneyush. Lifneyush, the Mechira actually does not work. And if the Mechira does not work, the Shini Rishus Blo Yush Kutloi Kani. So that actually makes much more sense. The psak din that we originally gave for case number three is really the one that should be on case number two. And case number three, which is Gonav Atavach, Abrach, Abraganver, Rishim, Mishamta, Shumi, Avraham, Hamisha, Vashani, Mishamta, Shumi, Kefel, is the Kani, Mishirin, Yamaisa. Case number three, there is Kefel. Because case number two, you shechted it. So if we just make that little switch in the Brisa, then case number one, case number two, and case number three all make sense. And we're going in Rav, Yush is Kani. The whole Brisa is talking about before Yush. And therefore, there's no question of Kenyan. You attempted a sale. It does not work for Jechayv Dalvei. But if you shechted, of course it does work. And then you're Jechayv Dalvei. And the second one is going to be Chayv Kefal. So that could work out the price very nicely with a small change. Rav Papamar, I don't have to change the gears of the price. So I can work it out some other way, which is, say for the last case when you said when you shechted the animal, why is the second Ganef not Chayv? This price is said when you shechted the animal, the second Ganef is not Chayv. We asked, the Chayv, once you shecht it, then it's owned by the first Ganef, and of course the second one should have to pay. Kefal says, well, that's Beishamahi. Then we're going to treat this Beishamahi. And any Shinu doesn't count at all. And it's never considered owned by the Ganef, even with a physical Shinui. And therefore the second Ganef only pays Karen. He does not pay Kefal because he's not being Ganef from the Bailem, he's being Ganef from a Ganef. Okay, so if that's the case, then. Our whole impetus to change the whole gears of the Brisa is because case number three didn't make any sense. According to Papa, now that case number three makes sense, so now we're back to the original question. Then how are you going to work out case number one and case number two according to Rav if we're talking, talking about after Yish? It is before Yish. Oh, if it's before Yish, then what's shot in case number two? Why is the second guy paying Kefel? It should be he's being garnered from a Ganif. The question is, when did the Yush happen? When the person stole it from him, the owner said, I'm going to get it. I'm not being a Yayish, nothing. I'm going to go get that Chefetz back. But once Ruben the Ganef now sold it to somebody else, then the owner is Miyayish. So therefore, when the Ruvain steals it from the owner, the owner is not Miyayish. So we're talking about over here, there's no Yush. So Ruben goes ahead and sells it. He's going to be chay for dalvei. It's no yish. He's fine. But once he sells it, now the owner is miyayish. Now, when the second god of goes and steals it from the lekeach, 
he's stealing it from the from the real owner, and that he's taka going to be chayav as kefil. Take out the words davle yush. V'loy temishin to be in yinif shishin v'shos. It's not a question of yush and shini v'shos. Elafil biyush lechudei nami kani yush by itself works. So Ruvain steals it. There's no yush. He sells it. He's chayav davle because. It's not his yet to sell, and therefore he's chayv dal on that. Once it gets in the hands of Levi, the Lekeach, now the now the Bailim is Miyayish. Levi now owns it. When Shimon steals it from Levi, he's chayv kefal to Levi for stealing Levi's object. And therefore you can work out a case. Now why did the Bryce say such a crazy case? Why say a case where he's not Miyayish from the Gereva, but he is Mechayish Levi? Why? So I'll tell you why. <laughs> we wanted to say a cool case. We're looking for a case where the first Ganif is Chayv Dalbehei and the second Ganif is going to be Chayv Kefal. And if you hold Yish like Kony, you're not going to find such a case like that unless you have this strange thing where he's Miyayish on the second one but not on the first one. Because once you have Yish, then you're not going to be Chayv Dalbehei because Yish is Kony. And then you will be Chayv the Kefal. And if you don't have Yish, Right? If you don't have Yush, then you will be Chayv Dalvei, but you won't be Chayv the Kefal because you're going to have an Agadif. The only way we can have a case where the first one is Chayv Dalvei and the second one is Chayv Kefal is if he was not Miyayish by the Geneva, but he was Miyayish by the Mechira. And that's how you can work out the Brisa, so it's not a Kashan Rav. The Maisa we're holding with Rav's Shita, Yush is going to be Kainah. Yush works. How come the second Ganav is a Chayv Dalvei? He's stealing from an owner. Yes, but he's only Chayv Kefal. He's Chayv Kefal. He didn't do anything. He didn't sell it. Just kefal. Okay. Itma. But now we bring the other two shittas into the, into the equation. Right? If you sell something, if you steal it, and you sell it before Yish. Going to Rav, that's the only way you're going to be chayz if you sell it before Yish. Because once there's Yish, you're not chayv dalvehe at all. But amaych lefnei yush, if nachan amar chayv, you are chayv. If sheshes amar potter. If sheshes says, lefnei yush, you're dafka potter. The opposite of Rav. Torah says, go through the activity of selling. Whether the sale was effective, whether the sale was not effective, makes no difference to us. You went through the process of selling your chayv dalvei. Why? You're only going to be chayv for a mechira that was effective. And the mechira can only be effective with yush. And Shini Rishus. Yush by itself does not work according to Avsheshus or according to Nachman. It's Yush plus the act of selling. Yush plus Shini Rishus. That makes an effective sale. Since of Nachman, you only chayev for an effective sale. Of Ne Yush. Doloyo Hanumaisev, loy mechayev. Dumiyot etvicha, dubino Hanumaisev. He says, look by shechting. You only chayev shechting for a shechita, right? You have to do it. Here also, you have to actually do an effective mechir. So we now have, as Rashi points out, three Polar opposite shitas, and when you're chayiv for selling an animal that you stole. According to Rav, you're only chayiv before Yish. Because once Yish comes along, it's yours, it's the goddess, so and you're not chayiv for selling it. So you're only chayiv lifnei Yish. According to Avsheshis, we wrote over here, you're chayiv ben lifnei Yish, ben lachay Yish. Avsheshis, I don't care about any of this. The point is, you tried to sell it, you're chayiv. Yish does not make a Kenyan. Whether you actually made an effective sale or not doesn't bother me, as long as you went through a mice of sale, you're chayv. And Rav Nachman says, the other polar opposite. Rav Nachman says, you're only chayv if you actually make a mechira that works. To, to make a mechira that works, you have to hold, A, we're talking about 
after Yush, and Yush by itself did not make a Kenyan, so therefore you still are supposed to return it to the owner. Now if you make a Yush with a Shini Roshos of a Mechira, now it's an effective Kenyan, now you actually have a Mechira, now you're going to be Chayv. So according to Rav, you're Chayv Lifnei Yush, according to Nachman, you're Chayv only L'Achar Yush, according to Yush, you're Chayv in both cases. Mamash the opposites. I'm of Sheshim Amin. How do I know my Alacha that you're Chayv just for doing the Maisa? This time, I'm Rebbe Kiva, so, Amos, what are we talking about? If we're talking about, I think it's which of right? The sale doesn't work. And I think I switched with Sheshis and Rav Nachman to make it clear. If Sheshis says Dafka Laacher, Rav Nachman says both. Okay, I think I switched it before. So this is what Rav originally said, that just because Rav Akiva says doesn't mean you need an effective sale. As long as you go through this Maisa Geneva a second time, that would also be called Nishtarish Pechet, so you have no Raya that you need to have an effective sale. Tashmah, the other b'raiser. The b'raiser that made a hekish. Matvicha sheni chazer, so tvicha is permanent. Af mechira sheni chazer, which means it's an effective sale, like if Shesha said. It's not a sale at all. You can't sell something you don't own. You see, like if Shesha said, you have after Yish when you make an effective sale that works. And we already said we can get out of this raya. It doesn't mean that you have to actually have an effective sale. It just means you have to attempt, maybe, a sale that's a permanent sale, not a temporary sale like a renting or something like that. So we have no raya from these prices. Says the Marvah, Afra Belazar, there's another sheet that we can bring into this discussion. Rebelazar. Afra Belazar, Savar, Chiyuve, Laacher Yush. Rebelazar also holds you're going to be Chayev after Yush, which we'll, we'll, see, like, we'll see like he holds like of Sheshus. Dama Rebelazar, Rebelazar had an interesting question. He said, we know we have a question of, is, there, does, is Yish effective or not? Okay. How do we know if the owner was Miyash? We already discussed earlier, we brought a Machlaikis between Tanakam and Shimon, whether by Ganif or Gazan, there's more of or less of a reason to say Yish. By Ganif, we said, maybe there's more of a reason to say Yish, the guy snuck in, you don't know who it is. Or maybe by Gazan, there's more of a reason to say Yish, because the guy stuck a gun to your head, he's not afraid of you. That was the debate. But how do you know in a case when the Yush happened? Remember, we had Gmar Babatziah. Yush Shalemi Das does not count. You only Miyayish when the owner is Miyayish, when he knows and he's a Miyayish. So when does that take effect? Says Abu Lazar, I'll prove to you. I can prove to you that in a Stam case of Geneva, the owner is automatically Miyayish once he finds out. How does Abu Lazar say I can prove that to you? Terah says, when the Ganav takes it, and then the Ganav sells it, the Ganav is going to be Chayev, Arba four and five. Now, wait. V'dimelo Yish. There's no Yish. And if there's no Yish, why should he be Chayev Dal Vehei? For the fact that the Torah says you Chayev Dal Vehei, says Rebelazer, it must be that we assume a Yish took place. And if we assume a Yish took place, now we can be Chayev Dal Vehei. Now, wait a second. According to Rav, it's exactly the opposite. Right? According to Rav, if a Yish took place, you're not Chayev Dal Vehei. Yish is kind of, it's, it's yours, and you're not Chayev anything. For the fact that Belazar said, I can prove to you that Stam Geneva is Yish by them for the fact that Yechayv Dalvei means that Belazar holds Yechayv Dalvei Dafka after Yish, which is clearly not like Rahab. Which is fine. We're not, it's not a kasha. We're just throwing another man um, on the Amar into the Shiva. Says the Mormon, you mean? Right? Maybe you're going to be Chayv even without Yish. 
like Rav had said, obviously over Lazar holds that can't be. Just like a shechita is an effective shechita, you killed the animal. So you see, Mamash of Lazar said, Mamash that point, like Rav Sheshus had said, that you have to have an effective mechira, and the only way to have an effective mechira is with Yush and Shini Rishus. And the only question is, when does the Yush take place? Must be, I can prove to you that the Yush took place automatically at the first second. And therefore, says Rabbi Lazar, I can prove to you that Stam Geneva is a Yush by them. For our purposes, what we see from that is that he must hold Yechayv Dalvei after Yush, because he holds Yush as like Kari. says, well, that's all very nice, but how, do you, how does that prove to you that Stam Geneva is a Yush by them? Maybe Dilma de Shaminu do Yayish. Maybe when the Torah says Yechayv Dalvei is when we know the owner was Miyayish. We know. Who says you can assume that it happened automatically? That can't be. Do me the tvicha. Just like Yechayv and tvicha, ma tvicha lialto, Yechayv tvicha shechting even right away. Before anything happens, before you know anything, afmechir lialto. So as long as you steal it and you sell it right away, Torah says Yechayv. Just like if you shecht it right away, Yechayv. If you sell it right away, Yechayv. Uh, how does that help? Maybe the owner wasn't Yayish. Must be Stam Geneva Yishpalim. Texas points out doesn't mean right away because if the owner doesn't know it's stolen, then it's Yishlamidas. And we all Yishlamidas does not work. But as long as the owner is aware that it was stolen at that moment, we assume that he was Miyayish. So says Abelazer, I hold Stam Geneva Yishbalim, and the reason I know that is is because otherwise you would not be chayef from Mechira right away. So you see, clearly he holds, you can be chayef from Mechira even after Yush, because the Yush itself did not make a Kenyan, and therefore it's still available to be chayef dalveh. Continues the Brisa, uh, the, the, not the Brisa, the Amar, and the Shemedish, Amalei Rabbi Yechanan, Geneva B'nefesh Techiach. Rabbi Yechanan has a, a bomb kasha over here. Rabbi Yechanan says, there's another type of Geneva in the Torah. Pasuk says in Pasuk, Ski by kidnapping a human being. It says, If you kidnap a person, and you make him work for you, and now you sell him, such a ganaf is chayv misa. You only chayv misa if you kidnap him and you sell him. Does that sale work? Is there yush? Is the kidnapped victim miyayish on himself? Obviously not. So you see over there, says Rabbi Yechonah, by kidnapping a human being, the Torah says, you're for the Mechira, and clearly it's not an effective Mechira. Says the Gemara inside, Rabbi Yechonah, Geneva benefesh techiach, she'en yush bailim, right, the victim is not miyayish, and still you're going to be chayif. Must be, says Rabbi Yechonah, that you don't need to have an effective Mechira to be chayif over there by Geneva. We'll assume the same halach applies over here by Dalvei by Ashar. Tesis points out, over here we have a Pasuk, over there we don't have a Pasuk, over here we we'll make a Hekishtam Tvicha, over there we don't. Maybe you could debate that point against Rabbi Yechonah, that maybe that is the Machlaikis. But, says Rabbi Yechonah, I'm arguing Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar said, Yechayiv Mechira, Dafka La'achar Yish. I say no. You see, you can be chayiv. Mechira, even Lefneyush. Because by a human being, there is no Yiyush in Yechayv and Mechira. So Mestam, by an animal also, even if there's no Yiyush, you're going to be Chayev Mechira, which will be like Rav said. Very nice. Says the more, wait a second. Mechlal to Sov Rabbi Yechon, Lefneyush Chayev. Rabbi Yechon clearly holds Yechayv Befneyush. Now there's two reasons you can be Chayev Lefneyush. You can be Chayev Lefneyush like Rav, which says you're only Chayev Lefneyush, not Lachayush. Or you can be Chayev Lefneyush like Rav Nachman, who said, I don't care about any of this, if you're Chayev for going through the Maisa Mechira. Nothing to do with Yush. Yield Yush is like Kone, but you went through a Maisa Mechira Yechayev. 
Which one does Rabbi Yechonon hold? La'achar Yishmai. What does Rabbi Yechonon hold after Yish? If you hold Yish is Kani, then you can't be Chayv Dalvei after Yish. If you hold Yish is like Kani, then like Rav Nachman said, you could be Chayv. So Rabbi Yechonon are Chayv. You are Chayv after Yish, which means Rabbi Yechonon holds like Rav Nachman that you Chayv for Mechira Bein Lefnei Yish Bein Lachi Yish. The Yish is not Kaina, and you're going to be Chayv for Mechira for going through the Maisa. What's the Machlek is? Like Rav said, Kaina. Once there's a Yush, the Ganef owns it. And once the Ganef owns it, then then it's his own animal. And if it's his own animal, he's not going to be Chayv So this Machlaik is Rav against Rav Shesh and Rav Nachman is really also a Machlaik is we have a, a bracelet later on that says the following case. Ganav, if you steal something, the Higdish, and then you're Makdish it, sounds like the Ganav is being Makdish it, and then you go ahead and Shecht it, you pay, you don't have to pay four or five, because it's on the Hegdish now. You're not high for four or five for paying Hegdish, for stealing from Hegdish, because as Rashi points out, you don't pay kefal to Hegdish. Once you don't pay kefal to Hegdish, because it says Re'eyu, automatically you don't pay four or five. Okay. So you don't pay the owner four or five, because you didn't shecht his animal, it was Hegdish at that point, and you don't pay Hegdish four or five, because you never pay Hegdish four or five. Okay. Now, what is this case here? How are you makdish it? Amos. If we're talking about before the owner was, mak- was miyayish on it, it's not the Ganav's animal to be makdish at all. Mi kodesh, ishki akdish is beisei kodesh amrachmona. Ma beisei shaloi, I've called shaloi. You can't be makdish your own thing. Even if over here you're going to say the shini rishos and all that, that doesn't help you be makdish an animal. To be makdish an animal, you have to own it before you're makdish it. That we see from the Pasuk. So we cannot be talking about lifnei yish. We must be talking about where the Ganav was makdish it after yish. The time of the Higdish. Now, what does Bryce say? After Yish, and you go ahead and Makdashit, and now you Shecht it, now you're going to be Potter and Dalvei. Mashma, if you were not Makdashit, and you Shechted it, you would be Chayv Dalvei. Now, why? According to Rav, once there's Yish, you're not Chayv Dalvei at all. Because Shulayu Tovech, Shulayu Meicher. Right? Evu, Eina Mesham, Teshumi, Avim, Chamisha. The time of the Higdish, who did Mesham Tashim Avachamisha, the Chikotavach, the Higdish Kotavach, of Aloy Higdish, if he was not Makdishit, even though it's after Yush, Tavach, if you Shechted it, Mesham Tashim Avachamisha. Visakodaitech, like Rav said, and Yush Lakish said, Yush Kaina, my Mesham Shalayu Tavach, Shalayu Meicha, why have to pay Dalvehe? Once there's Yush, it's Kaina, you're not Chayef, it's yours. Elabai says, if you're it's a Raya, Yush is not Kaina, Yush doesn't work at all. Amalei says, we're Shlakish back to Yechra, no. You misunderstood the whole case. When it says Higdish, it's not the Ganif being Makdish. The Ganif cannot be Makdish. We're talking about Lifneyush. If he shechted it now, he'd be Chayiv without being Makdish because we're Lifneyush. Once it's Yush, Yush Kaina. We're talking about Lifneyush. And when it says Higdish, doesn't mean that the Ganif was Makdish. It meant the original Bailam said, you know what? I'm going to get that Ganif. He stole my thing. I'm going to be Makdish Shemayim. Now he's going to be over. Me'ilah and Hudalah and Me'averis is going to be over. Says, so, wait, can you do that? Can you be Makdish something that you don't have right now? Says, Biyad Ganif. Says, Me'ikadish? How can you do that? We'll talk about this more tomorrow. Someone steals something from you and there's no Yush. Nobody can be Makdish it. The Ganif doesn't own it. You need to have possession. And if you don't have possession of something, even if you technically own it, if you don't have p- controlling possession of it, says Rabbi Yechanan, you cannot be Makdashit. 
So now we're really in a quandary over here. What's this case over here? Where someone stole something and it became Kaddish, now you're not Chayav Dalvehe. The Ganav can't be Makdashit and the owner can't be Makdashit. Elamai must be, we're talking about Lachayush, and that's why the Ganav is being Makdashit. That's the case. And you would be Chayav Dalvehe, Lachayush, except in this case you're not because the Ganav was Makdashit. So we're back to Akasha Reshlakish. It says the more Amri Hudyamar gets new in. This halacha the Rabbi said that you cannot be Makdash something that's not in your possession. You own it, but it's not in your possession. It's not so simple. There's a sheet of the tznuin, these very machmir from people who seem to argue on Rabbi Why? The Snan of a Mishnah. We had a problem. We'll see the Mishnah tomorrow. There was Karavai. Right? We have a problem in general. You have a field, okay? And some of the stuff in your field might be Arla. Some of the stuff in your field might be Karavai, which means you're not supposed to eat it. You're supposed to bring it up to Yerushalay. What if someone comes and takes some of your stuff and steals it? Okay, so now if it's Shemitah, they're allowed to take it. If it's not Shemitah, they're Ganovim. Fine. But you want to make sure that people are aware of the halachic status of everything in your field. So the Mishnah is going to say tomorrow that you have to put up an indicator. We would put up a sign. They would put up little indications around the field so people should know what you're stealing, whether it's Karmavai or not. Okay. So if someone steals Karmavai, they should be aware. The Tznuin said, I'm not going to deal with that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and say that at the end of every day, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow, exactly when they say this, but at the end of the day, they're going to say, if anybody happened to come today and steal stuff from me, and they have my camera vay, I'm going to be paid it. Remember, camera vay, you can be paid it like my Sashani. I'm going to be paid it now, make a pigeon on it, the Kedusha of the camera vay, wherever it is, the fourth year crops, wherever it is, transfers onto the money I have, and now those guys can eat it whatever they want. I didn't want to be paid it at all, because I wanted to take the fruits to Yerushalayim, because I'd want to eat them in Yerushalayim, like the mitzvah. I decided not to be paid it, but now maybe people stole from me, so I'm going to go ahead and be, make a pigeon. Now, wait a second. According to Yerushalayim, I can't be paid of those things. Just like you can't be mocked to something that you don't have a controlling interest over, the Gemara assumes you can't make a pigeon on something you don't have a controlling interest over. So how can it snoo and say... But no, I'm saying it now at the end of the day. After they took it. I'm saying anything they took earlier, I come at night, and I say anything they took during the day, something like that, we'll see exactly tomorrow, exactly how the Nusuk is, but anything they took during the day, now I want the pigeon to be chal. But they took it. Once they took it, it's out of your controlling interest. If it's not in your controlling interest, according to Yechiren, I can't do a pigeon. But the Tznuin say you could. So must be that Tznuin argue on this point of Yechirat and say, just like over here, you can be paid to something you don't have a controlling interest over, you can also be mocked to something you don't have a controlling interest over. And the Bryce is talking about a case where the owner was mocked to Shepiyad Aganif. Says the Mother, that's a beautiful chap. But, says the Mother, very chazer, Karen, the Biden. Now, wait a second. <laughs> Who's mocked this animal now? The owner. Which basically means he took it back. He didn't actually physically take it back, but by being mocked it, that means it's Ke'ilu, we took it back. If it's Ke'ilu, we took it back, there's no Kefal anymore. You only pay Kefal if you catch it beyond the Ganif and the Ganif has it. Over here, even if the Ganif physically has it, the, Ganif, the owner was Maktashit from under his hands. If he's Maktashit from under his hands, there's no Kefal anymore. If there's no Kefal, there's no Dal there's no nothing. That can't be the Brysa. So, I'm no. Kisha Ahmed Bedin. We're talking about a very funny case. The Ganif stole it. He got caught. He got caught. Bezdin Paskin, he has to pay Kefal. The owner then went ahead, according to the Tznu, and was makdashit. Now the Ganav goes out and shechts it. So Kefal is already chayev. Now for the shechita, if there was no hektish for the shechita, he would be chayev dalvei. Now that he's makdashit, the original owner, there is no chayev dalvei. Says the Mahechidami, what's the case? If Bezdin Paskin, not just that you're chayev, but they said, go give the money now, so Mahirah hektish, feel hektish nami. 
Forget hektish. You're never going to be chayv dalve in that case at all. Why was the chap? If Bezdin Paskets go give the money, Potter. And now the guy says, Yeah, I don't want to give the animal back. I'm going to shecht it. You did a bad thing. You have to pay for the animal, but you don't pay Dalvehe. Why? Even the Paskil Lemil said, Once Bezdin made a final psak and then Tavachumacher, he's not a Ganif anymore. He did it in front of the owner. The Only a Ganif does. But, if Bezdin doesn't say give it, Bezdin just says, you're mechoyev too, but they didn't actually say, go give it now, then then he would have to pay the four or five. Since they didn't finish the full psakalacha, so Akati Gadav, he still has a start of son of a Gadav. So we're talking about here a case, the Gemara's Kasha is, that the, you stole it, Bezdin paskan on you to actually pay then you're no longer a god if you're only a Gaza. So there's no Dalvei. Says the Mori, right? We must be talking about this funny case where the god of stole it. You were caught. Bezdin said you have to pay, but didn't actually go ahead and tell you to pay, which in which case you're still a Ganif. At this case, if you go ahead and check it, you would be Chayev. Dalad Vehei, according to the Tznu, uh, but the owner went ahead and was Maktashit, which only works according to the Tznu in. Now you're not going to be Chayev Dalad Vehei. So all those combinations together, Rishlakish could answer up the Brisa, and we don't have a riot from the Brisa about Yish not being kinder, because over here it's not a question of Yish at all. Okay.